This was right. I did some hey, things Jeremy. a little different. I want you to know well, that you're loved and appreciated. Okay? You are. You truly. You are a gem. <clears throat> you are a gem. Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we good where I got the settings at right now. So let's go in. You want to do that? Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Runners Club podcast. You already know we back in here another another lap another session. Mm-hmm. We at episode nine right now. More we about topics. to hit the double digits real Ooh. quick. We got hella shit working right now. It's yeah. it's it's just a lot of things, all of the things. You feel me? As yeah. the wise words of Courtney, we are gonna put that on the T-shirt. All, all of the things. Yes, that is my saying. Yeah, all like, of the things. I I have I have borrowed that and said that. <laughs> (laughs) a couple different instances (laughs) yeah i mean and that's really what it is it's like it is we are runners but we are people we do like like it's there's a lot of things going on so when we say all of the things we really mean all of the things it's all incorporated into our podcast and honestly we're just grateful that y'all come back you know you know every every single week and honestly when we don't show up for a week Y'all be waiting for us at the location. Right. Like, where you at? Yeah. We're here. Honestly, that's a good way. That I'm, That's interesting that you say that because we talk about how as leaders in running in the community that it's all about showing up every week, all the time. So, yeah, I have that mentality with everything. So, even with the podcast, I'm like, ooh, last week, yeah, not talking to you, not sitting down, not talking into the mic. I felt it. Right. No, definitely. I don't like to get used to it, you know? Like, I'm just like, no, we got to get back. We got to yeah. get back. Get these topics, you know, discuss. We, we might have to figure out a recording situation during that week that we were just talking about. Oh, and I definitely. Might, and I might Leo. have a person in L.A. that can put us in a good situation. I like that. Well, you know what? So what we're talking about to give context is, you know, I love to give the, the, the listeners context. Let them know what it is. is. You know, like after the marathon, we as Gumbo Fit and also, you know, last lap meeting Ian, who, you know, we we're planning on going on a, a group vacation because one, we deserve it. Two, we want to. Dead <laughs> ass. Three, it's fun. So while we're there, we definitely would love anybody's input on like what they would love to hear from us because we definitely are going to be doing some recording. I think, yeah. you know, I, we can really get creative with it. We can talk to some uh, runners out there even. Like, you know, I feel like we don't have a ton of time in LA because we also are going to go to Joshua Tree. We also are going to go to Las Vegas. There's, you know, we got things going on in the works. You'll see it when you see it. Um, yeah, let, only if you're in my close friends. You, okay? <laughs> you gotta be in my close friends. You gotta see the little green color around my IG to see it. You gonna get the LA portion? That's public. Yeah. Vegas. Every now and then you might get a I might even edit my list. Bruh, you got you talk about it because yeah, it's mm, yeah. Mm, mm, well, have a good time. Well, Enough about the future. Let's chill because we don't know who's listening. Um, The 
past. How was your last two weeks? Oh, the last two weeks have been ultimately good. I would say I just want to bring up the fact that like we came together today and being stressed was mentioned. And it's like, yeah, being stressed, Abby, so like, I'm, I feel like I'm in kind of a, I don't want to say a constant state of stress. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I feel like our work is stressful. We're all entrepreneurs here. Like you and I are entrepreneurs. We've decided to live this life. You know, we just, we said we aim for the nine to five, but then entrepreneurship is 24 seven. Yeah. So it's, it's like everything needs to be done. I know that I like I I'm trying to talk openly about the fact that one I see a therapist found a new one recently didn't see a therapist for a very long time and then was like oh it's about that time again I need to like really figure this out Uh, Matthew helped me find a woman that like really just kind of gets it and we're having we're developing a really good relationship but she told me she's like girl the list is never going to go away and on top of that you know, you need to decide what you what you are doing in the moment and then just say later to the things that aren't as important and just tackle one thing at a time. And I, would, I was going through a time in my life, I would say when I say that, I mean like literally like six months ago, maybe four months ago, <laughs> where right I, I was doing that, where I, was, I would take like two, I would literally wake up in the morning, write down like three, maybe four to five tasks. Like honestly, five is a lot. I honestly would try to keep it around three and I would try to keep just getting those three tasks done. It might seem like that's ridiculous to some who are like, oh, you're only going to do three things in a day. But the three tasks have a lot of semi mini tasks underneath them. Oh, that's real. You know what I mean? That's real. So really it's a, it's a lot bigger of a, of a situation than it sounds like. And so I'm like, okay, let me just get these three things done. And I've also realized too, that I do well with waking up early, tackling my emails and tackling some of my like most like important to do's early in the morning. And then after Mm. that, then I can like get into things. It's difficult because that means like when I say early, I mean like I need to be waking up at 530. That's real. Low key five. Okay. I'm trying to get there. Right now, I'm like toggling between like 5:30 and 6:37. That's <laughs> Not real. Not gonna lie. And for some people, that's already really early. But for me, I need to get it done earlier because that's when I'm most clear, and that's when I don't feel any pressure to like from other people because I'm mm-hmm. not getting emails from other people. Mm-hmm. Most people wake up, they start their emails at like mm-hmm. eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And by the time I'm like had my breakfast, sat down at the computer, ready to go. That's when it, that's when all that stuff happens. Then I get distracted. Right. right, right. So that's kind of how my last two weeks have been going is just like more just self-awareness going mm-hmm. at my own pace, taking all that I've learned from running and then continuously applying it to my personal life. Um, but a lot of great things are happening too that Mm. I can't necessarily talk about. I know Ian, you were going through, like you were in a phase as well of like when a lot of great things are happening, but you can't really talk about it yet. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Shouts out to legal because I can't still talk about it. Facts. But it's, it is what it is. You know, you out here, you dealing with contracts, you dealing with agreements, you dealing with organizations and companies. You got to wait because they take their time. They do. You know what I'm saying? They lawyers, they be lawyering, yeah, and it be like mad <laughs> slow. So <laughs> mad slow on their time, and then be like, and then when they're ready, they be like, "Why didn't you do this yesterday?" Right. And it's like, "Gee, I've been waiting weeks on you, but it's cool. Like, I respect the game." All right. <laughs> like, right. Two thousand like, percent. It's okay. 
so yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at. I absolutely like I, I like had an epiphany today on something okay. that again I can't really talk about, but like. I'm just like, oh shit! I love having moments where sh- things lock in so well that I get goosebumps. We might name this episode "Censored." Censored. <laughs> if you know, if you don't know, you ain't gonna know for a while. But if you do know, you do know. But yeah, that's kind of like that. I think that's the theme of. Oh, that's the theme of my last two weeks. Also, you know, shin splints. I was supposed to honestly get them checked up today. I missed my appointment because your girl was. I had so many things booked in my calendar today that I completely missed my appointment. Didn't you know? Yeah. You're booked and busy. Uh, but then Can't I'll be even take care of Courtney. I'll be trying to be positive. Like maybe, you know, maybe I wasn't meant to drive across town at that time. You know, maybe I avoided an accident. You know, I try to be like, you know, I'm moving how I'm supposed to be moving. The universe knows best. I'm just going to continue to flow with it and not resist it. So I'm getting my shin splints checked out next week. By the time you listen to this, this, this uh, recording, you probably, I probably would have been checked up. So there we go. I'm just flowing with it, going with it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I it's funny. So my last two weeks have been full of transitions and changes and stuff like that. Um, new apartment. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 smooth. Round it's, of applause. There we go. Yeah, it's it's, so it's, great. it's 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 super cool. It's some it's some pros and cons to it, and hopefully after I'm outside of the situation, I could speak to more of the situation. But it that's a big one. But I completely understand what you mean about working in a stressful environment because I think both of us triple business up you know like why are we trying to build three businesses at one time why because we want to be successful and we want more in life i'm with it i'm with it but this is where we are and right now there's there's so many things happening with all three of them like i looked at my marathon weekend Mm -hmm. and i am fearful yeah of how I'm going to handle everything. Mm-hmm. How am I going to be at the store? How am I going to be here? How am I going to be there? All at the same time. Because now I'm getting DMs from people outside of this city. Yeah. Talking about, yo, I'm near Marathon Weekend. I'm pulling up to the store. I'm going to have... Uh, you know, I'm going to have the proper gear for the marathon and after the marathon. So I know I need to be at the store for that. You feel me? So That's lit, Ian. No, you know? wait, hold on. Wait, you about to have the proper gear for the marathon? I'm going to have I'm gonna have what people look, who are running look, the marathon Okay, look, if you listen to, to this podcast, don't you dare go to Nike on Michigan. <laughs> go to Last Lap. If you don't go to Last Lap, don't don't come over here. Because <laughs> you plan. You I'm going to have what you need. Okay? I'm going to have what you need. You feel me? All <laughs> of it's coming with a bill, so help me pay it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so just making sure that I'm in store representing Last Lap. I'm, I'm, I'm representing Seven on Sundays where I need to be with them. Um, representing the Runners Club podcast where I need to be with this and just, you know, spreading myself a little thin. But there's so much work leading up to that weekend. Mm-hmm. Shit. I have 
the peak week coming up that honestly I've been talking about a lot yeah. just for a level of communal um, accountability and stuff like that. And it, it it's just a lot of tasks. Well, I'm waiting constantly. on that too because I'm I'm purposely not planning something. No, you don't need to because I know you're you are planning. Yeah, something. I'm planning everything for you. Yeah, but I, you know you I'm here to help. You know, and what? I know you love to put your name on stuff and you like to be the one to do stuff. But I'm telling you, I'm well, here to help. No, I know you're here to help. But one of the points of me putting this together was to take it off your plate. But the, it doesn't mean I can't still help. Okay. You know we'll what I mean? We'll, we'll, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We'll Doesn't mean you might get a couple can, texts you know? on how to do certain things. Okay. You know, I'm you not, might get I'm a couple texts. To, you know, because all I'm trying to do is give a helping hand. I already you know? know. I appreciate it. But I also, once again, yeah. what you're doing right now for the community, for these 30 something runners. I did a count. It's more. I say it's something. No, nah, we're talking like 40? 45. Right. Like, it's actually wild. So, like I said, you're doing so much. And I'm like, let me take care of Peak Week for the family. Let me make sure everybody's good with that. Let me make sure the shakeout run is right here so don't nobody got to travel far. So it's right here on the south side. You feel me? So, but all I'm saying is, is if you need more partners, we can bring out more. I think I, that's something I would like to help with. Okay, you know, like that's there's and, never enough. And honestly, that you can I'm, try. I'm talking to these companies. Free samples. I am talking to these. <laughs> I'm talking to these companies. Right? Real. I'm talking to these companies, and they they're giving me some really interesting answers, not necessarily in the direction that I want them to. They're all trying to offer, but they're all trying to offer the minimal amount of help. And it's like, no, I just told you what I wanted, what I needed. This is what we're do. Whatever you're, you're whatever different you're offering needs to be on top of what I just asked you. You know, so yeah, that's that where that I am running into some some headwind yeah you feel me okay but uh that's that's definitely a conversation because once again i don't know who's listening but um we love you <laughs> you know we love you we appre- I appreciate all that you do and all that you offer but i mean the two week the last two weeks been lit we was in beverly with black girls run yeah. seven on sundays was out there and they did it up yeah. i ran past my ex's crib uh, i saw her mama no. you feel me <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You know, I was being mad toxic on Mal Six. You feel me? But it was, it was all fun. It was, it was, it was where we needed to be. And shouts out to Beverly. Shouts out to Black Girls Run for they had waters and cherries. Because one of the ladies lived along the route. Okay. So she just pulled up. She had water and cherries on the last mile. We had a couple hills. They got beautiful mansions out mm-hmm. there. We ran through some of the hundreds. Not the wild part, but, but some of the hundreds. Because, <laughs> you know, in Beverly, that ain't the wild hundreds. That's the nice, neat, and big-ass house hundreds. No way. And, you know, just as a little quick fact, which I believe I learned from either Mike or... No, not Mike. It was probably someone who... Ah, oh, Devin. Okay, shouts out to Devin. He probably don't even listen to this. You know, I'm gonna tell him to listen to this podcast while he's on one of his 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 uh, bikes bike rides. Mm-hmm. So Devin told me, who is a Chicago native, he said that 
Beverly in Chicago. If you don't know it, look it up. It's actually Beverly Hills. And it's did actually, Devin tell you that or did I tell you that? My name, I, I don't a few know, people that. but my point is, is for the <laughs> listeners, they they should know that Beverly Hills in L.A. was named after Beverly Hills in Chicago. Yeah. So if you don't know, now you know. Do your research yeah. and understand that we here in Chicago this had is the Hollywood first started. Beverly Hills. So when people say Beverly, they're not <laughs> playing games, okay? <laughs> the energy. We're talking about the hundreds. Yeah. Even, even Shorty's crib that I was just talking about, like I... Uh, a fame, of course, she was white, but a famous actress during the 30s and 40s lived in that house. That's yeah. where they lived at, um, and it's a beautiful place to run through. I mean, the the mansions and the homes are all amazing. If you want some good hill workouts, ain't go. no hill. Like when they say Chicago ain't got no hills, that's because niggas don't be going south. It's they don't know the elegance. Beverly Hills. You feel okay. me? It's legit. It's legit. But the Black Girl Run, um, Black Girls Run Beverly, they were amazing. Yeah. They were uh, older black women, and they they held us down. We had a bike lead. She was amazing. Um, we met at Ridge Park, which was the local park district. It was it was really nice. I want to say we had like 30 runners, 35 runners come out nice. uh, just out for seven on Sundays. And then we had some of their crew. And it was it was fun. Shouts out to L.A. My mom's homie who run marathons. She was out there. Um, and it, it was it was really, really good energy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, my two weeks been filled with transitions and, yeah. and, and feeling good and like just writing things out. And stuff like that. So I feel really resilient today mm. on this Wednesday. Mm. Resilient. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that being said, we actually have a guest for you all today. You heard him whispering you earlier. You know what I mean? He could help but laugh in the background because, you know, we're funny. But I um, I just want to introduce this this guest. His name is Mike Brown. For those who you admit you know Brown. already, Mike Brown. Um He's one of the Gumbo Fit co-captains. To for those who don't know, we have five all together. And Mike, you know, he calls himself my assistant. Is he actually my assistant? You know, it's questionable. <laughs> but he does what he can when he can, and I appreciate his efforts. So, Mike, yes, welcome, welcome to the podcast. What up, y'all? <laughs> yeah. What's What's the word? I've been sitting here quietly. Yeah, with the wow. silent laughs. Wow, everything has been going on. I've been trying to like jump in. I love but, it. But how, how was your last week? Last week, um, last week has been interesting. So I, I actually took a little bit of a hiatus. I was out of the Chicagoland area. I was in Atlanta. Um, I had to do some um, house sitting, um, taking care of six cats. That was interesting. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that that's pretty much my last week or whatever. Um, but it was it was nice to kind of get away, you know, kind of step away from the normal rotation of things or whatever. But I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm, I'm definitely glad to be back because um, Atlanta, it's not really convenient as far as like running. And it's you know as we'll get into, y'all know running is very important in my life. So right, right, yeah. right. What's was it? What is it like running in Atlanta? I mean, like, it's because I can imagine. Like I know it's now that is hella hills. Hella I, hills. I understand why they hella think hills. down there. They blame it on the greens and cornbread, <laughs> but no, it's 
the amount of heels that you have to walk up. You should have thighs. Seriously. No, 100%. (laughs) Whoever is, like, training in Atlanta should be, like, running, like... They should be on the Olympic team. They should. 100%. I agree with you. Um, It just wasn't convenient as far as, like, just getting up, getting out there and running. So... There, there's, there's no sidewalks. I mean, you know, we kind of talked oh. about this earlier, right? So you're running in the streets, heels. People are driving all types of crazy in the streets. Um, so it just wasn't convenient, you know. It just made me appreciate Chicago, right? You know, we live in the Hyde Park area and stuff like that. We, it's nothing for us to just get to the lakefront, get a few miles in and yeah, stuff like we that. We don't live in Hyde Park. Yeah, you. Oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. y'all <laughs> live in okay. I live in Woodlawn. Let, let me correct myself. We, we, I'm on a different budget. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what I'm saying, but though, right? I feel you. It's right there, right? They were right there. We can hop in, get some miles in real quick. I mean, even in the streets, right? I'm sitting you over know, here we, with young black money, y'all. <laughs> Young black money. It's, it's a coffee shop trying, downstairs. The ear dry gas is up. I feel it. I'm, I'm, I receive it, bro. I receive it. But yeah, it just wasn't convenient. Um, now let me let me say this though. It was some beautiful spots out there to, to run though. Um, there was this one trail, Comet Tail Trail, I believe. Beautiful, running through woods, trees. I mean, beautiful black people all around and stuff like that. Beautiful. But everything is like 20 minutes away in Atlanta. You got to drive mm. literally everywhere. Yeah, it's the country. You know what I'm saying? I'm assuming. So I say that to say, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That's, that's, it's, it is what it is. But um, I appreciate the convenience of, you know, the lakefront here because it just makes it that much easier. So my last week has been, it's been cool. I went to the Kanye um, listening party. Yeah, um, we saw that. I yeah, was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that you was went from Atlanta to New York? No, that oh, was in Atlanta. In I thought Atlanta. it was in Madison Square. Oh, bro, that's, it was in Atlanta. That nigga still, still there. there. He's still there. He's still there. He's still there. He's still there. That was an interesting experience. Um, it's probably why he can still stay there because it's in Atlanta. Probably. Because in New York, they would have kicked his ass out. Probably. They would have been like, bro, we got bring, bring a little to do. bit. We shared a little bit. Yeah, we got we got things to do, but um, that was an interesting experience. But like I said, it was just nice to kind of get away. You know what I mean? Like um, we all need our our breaks. You know, you know. Um, and I encourage everybody to take you know your space, your breaks when you need it. Um, and I, I kind of really needed to get away for a second. I love that. I love that energy. Yeah. I love that energy. Sure. So, thank y'all for, for having me on. I appreciate it. I, let me just say this before we kind of get into the booty things. I love y'all energy. Y'all energy, like for this podcast, is like unmatched. Like it's beautiful to see how y'all go back and forth. Like it's very inspiring. You. Like this, this is legitimate sis right here. Nah, for like, real. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna say this on on record on, on wax real on quick. Wax. That's what and the rapper when I, say. My my store opening. She gave like a speech that touched my entire heart. Cause okay. I was like, Courtney, we've been running together. She was mad, like mad cool. Like somebody, I was like, yeah, I can hang out. With, I can hang out with her guy. Like they cool people. But then she said a bunch of shit. That she's like, like I legitimately feel like you, my brother. She didn't say bro. She said brother, and I was like, and that hit different. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> It's like, oh my God. 
Thank no, you. For real. <laughs> I met every word. I don't remember what I said, but I met every single I word. Same. I only remember the sentiment and the fact that you called me your brother. Yeah. Everything else I don't remember, yeah. but like that right there. And so to have this opportunity to, to one day out of the week have this opportunity to interact and honestly it's not even one day a week because now we're texting we we're learning a lot of each other's quirks and stuff like that sure. it's like a whole new relationship and friendship being built it's 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 wow like that's my best friend but he don't be he don't be with me like that <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm not i know i'm not uh, yeah I just, i'm not gonna go that far i just had to throw that i'm not out gonna there. go that far he's got got a, a set of very close best friends. That's why I be making that joke personally. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think he knows what I'm referring to. I just feel like, because he's got his two best friends. Yeah. But yeah. I'm his best friend. I just, I, I literally just had to throw that out there. You don't like, want no smoke with you know, Mike and Q. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I, but I, I had to throw that out there because I'm sure that people can hear that within the podcast or whatever, but I just wanted to kind of say, like, I'm experiencing this in the moment and, like, this is this is beautiful. So I appreciate you guys letting me be a guest, you know, on an episode or whatever. Yeah, I just want y'all to know I got headphones in while I'm recording this podcast. And if there's any eligible women out there, Mike's telephone voice is amazing. I know you've heard it so far, but it's when we when we were doing when we were doing the test, and that nigga dropped his voice to get on the mic. I was like, I was like, Mike, chill. <laughs> Chill, it's too late for that. <laughs> hey, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I Look, you did it again. It. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, the telephone voice is kind of, you know, it's it's went out, it's went out of style. Everybody wants to text and stuff like that, but what's your voice telephone notes. voice? You know what I'm saying? Like Have you used voice notes? Voice notes. Yeah. Voice notes. Yeah, you know I'll be sending saying? voice like, notes to my baby mama. Exactly, I'll be letting her know. Exactly. If you want to like, really get real. I'll be like, yo, what time? What time you need me to pick up on? <laughs> If you want to really get real, hop on FaceTime. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? No, I can't do my telephone voice on FaceTime. Okay, that's a good point. I can't. Okay. I can't. You can't look at me. I'm going to talk regular and really fast. It's annoying. I can't do it. I just need y'all to know that Ian and Mike are both single. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, eligible bachelorettes. Yeah. Hopefully for not for, for not too long. I'm 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 trying to I, I tell Mike's both of y'all. To find a wife. I'm trying to find a wife. I'm try, I'm getting older. Yeah. I'm trying to settle down. I keep telling him to put it in his in his hinge I got, bio. Look, I got <laughs> it. I got it. I got it written down. You gotta tell people what you. I got it written Listen, down. If you're looking for love, look for Mike. Do not look for me. <laughs> I have three businesses. I have three children, and I have Courtney. I don't have time. Oh shit! I am, I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. Thanks, bro. Okay. I feel that. I feel All right. That. You want to? You want? You want to go run? You want to go for a run? Let's go for a run. Cool. Fifty minutes. Let's go for a run. An hour. If you if if you <laughs> if you want to go for an experience, you want to go for some love. Mike Brown is what you need. I am not. I'm trying to set I'm taking. Out. I'm. T- I just. Ian to, is t- tapping out. Yeah. No. Don't. Ian yeah. Is don't. Don't out. come looking for love like over the, here. The whole sentiment changed. <laughs> That's funny. Like all of six months ago, I feel like he was looking for a boo too. It was different. I mean, I was trying to be in love. I was trying to make a lot. Listen, it's a sensitive subject. <laughs> Just today, today, holla, I, we'll revisit this in our next recap next week. It might have right. changed. But today, no, I, I have 
I'm sorry, baby. I got good jokes. Wow. I can okay. make you laugh. And with that, let us get into <laughs> the interview. So, Mike, I just feel like a good place to start is first understanding like where like where your running journey started and then if you could get into like how you found gumbo media how you met me how you met ian like i feel like that would really bring it full circle and then we can kind of get into some uh, some other topics with using ian yeah i'm with okay. it yeah right. we could start for sure show. for sure for sure now if we're talking about like just running journey like where it started you know yeah. i always kind of kick it off as far as like college right that's why I say it kind of kicked off. I didn't run in high school. I didn't run track. I didn't walk, run um, cross country or anything like that. Um, but the more and more I think about it, it actually started in baseball. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Interesting, right? So I... I can see that. Yeah. I distinctively remember... Okay, now, first of all, let me give you guys a disclaimer. I was kind of trash in baseball, okay? <laughs> I wasn't the best baseball player. I loved it. I just loved being around my homies. My homies played baseball, so I wanted to be on the team, right? Right. You know, I just got that personality. The coach rocked with me just because he rocked with me, so he let me on the team or whatever. I feel like you always been, like, just chill and cool, like that, hella neutral. That's, that's, all, that's, that's, a, that's always how I've been, right? So I'm on the team. And the coach wanted me to be a base runner, you know, a designated, you know, base runner or whatever. And I distinctively remember this one practice where we were, I don't know, we just had this like competitive thing where we were racing. Mm -hmm. And um, I was literally like beating everybody. Like the fast kids, the quote unquote fast kids, I was killing all of them. And everybody was like, Mike, we didn't realize you were this like this fast or that you had this interest in running. So I think that that's actually where it started as far as like my running career. Now, I didn't realize it to the point where it was like I should be like doing track and I should be doing like long distance running or cross country. But I think that that's where it started. Um, that in mm-hmm. football as well, too. Um, when we used to do our tour days, um, you know, it used to be a punishment to run or whatever, but I used to really succeed in those, like those moments when we needed to do the running and whatnot. Um, but as far as where I've gotten to the point where I enjoy it to the point that I am at now, um, in college, um, there was a point where I was about, I think it was the heaviest I had been. I was like 212 pounds. Went to the doctor just for a checkup, and they were just like, yeah, we may possibly have to put you on some type of medication as far as, like, high blood pressure and stuff like that. Whoa. And I was like, you know, we black. It runs in our family, hypertension, all types of stuff or whatever. But it hit me, and I was like, I don't want to take medication. I don't want to do that. Like, that's, I don't want to be on some type of regiment where I have to do this in order for me to survive out here. So I was like, I'm going to make a life change, lifestyle, uh, lifestyle change. So. I mean, college, are we talking about like 1920? That, and they talking about like blood pressure medication? They were talking about blood pressure. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Hypertension. Um, so at that point. You Fun know. fact. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fun yeah, go fact. For it. Hypertension is what saved a lot of slaves during the voyage 
from Africa to America. Wait, expand on that. I was going to say, expand on on that. Hold on, hold on. You can't just drop that on us and we we just move past that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Give give us some detail on this. (laughs) Pull over. (laughs) Explain. Yeah, we need that. (laughs) So, some people's ability to retain um, uh, more water and sodium is what allowed him to survive those long trips of heat, more uh, uh, um, dehydration versus those without that that ability. Now, at that point in time, it wasn't a disease because we ate within the diets that worked for us. But now as Americans, what we tend to overconsume, that ability to retain water and sodium is hurting us because of the way we eat now. So, so you, you're talking about natural selection. You're talking yeah, about Darwin. Pretty much. So you're saying that at that point, it was done as like a survival tactic. Yeah. So I, or some, survival some, some of their adaption. bodies, you know, because that's what really like hypertension and all of those things are is our ability to retain. Because like the, a lot of the medication you would have been on would have been like water pills to make you pee more and stuff like that. But, you know, to just alleviate some of that, that water that you keep in your body. But think about it. If 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 you have that in your genes, in, in your trait, if you were in a situation where you were risking dehydration versus somebody without that trait, you would retain more of the water that you've drank than they would. You would lose that water slower than the other person would. So at, at that time when they were eating the prime diet for where they came from, um, they were able to use that gene or that ability to retain water helped them survive the voyage where people who didn't have that had a harder time surviving the voyage. And most of those people might have died. That makes sense. That's Google This is the boy. This is when the, the more you know, star. The you, feel you feel me? And and go ahead, Maya, fact check me <laughs> if I'm getting the wrong disease. <laughs> but I believe it's hypertension. Real quick. She's going to come and try to like, actually. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, bro. I'm glad you enjoyed it because I did, I did not know that. But I mean, that, that makes sense. It's a disease just because most of our foods are hyper processed with hella sodium. Right, right. Wow, that's crazy. That's heavy. That's super heavy. But in college, it was an issue. Yeah. <laughs> what it, saved us then is killing us exactly. now. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes sense, too, because in college, I mean, you know, everything was accessible as far as, like, food. Like, it was easy. Like, I literally had, like, restaurants, like, on a, like, damn near, like, on a calendar of where I would go. It would be flat top on Tuesdays. You know what I mean? Buffalo Wild Wings on Thursdays. You know Where'd you go mean? to school? Trying to get that discount. Right, exactly. University of Illinois down in okay. Champaign. So, gotcha. you know what I mean? Like Green Street, shout out to Green Street. You know, it was always a restaurant down there that you can go to and you knew it was going to get you right. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it was at that point, visiting the doctor, hearing that, where I was like, I'm not, first of all, I'm not paying y'all for this medication. First <laughs> of all, you know what I'm saying? Second of all, y'all not about to have me taking pill, popping pills every morning. So, Went to the local rec at the school, started running on the treadmill, 
Um, they had an indoor kind of like situation where you can run. I started running on there. And then it came down to it actually when I had graduated where somebody challenged me. If you ever want to get me to do something, tell me that I can't do it. I love it. Tell me that I can't do it. Somebody said, I bet you you can't do a half marathon. I said, okay, all right. Say less. Say less. Say less. I probably said say less before say less was like popular. I said, <laughs> I probably said, hold on, like hold that thought or whatever. So that's really when it kicked it off. Um, signed up for the half marathon, trained for it. I, another distinctive memory as far as my running career, stuff that I remember is that one day it was raining down in Champaign because I was still in Champaign working. It was raining hard, and I had like a, a t- I think it was my longest run I had to do, 10 miles. I got that done on a treadmill. Get out of here. While watching, uh, what was I watching? Jerry Sons of Springer. Anarchy. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy? On an iPad while running on a treadmill. But that's how dedicated I was because somebody told me that I couldn't do it. That's wild. Okay. That's so, wild. You know, that's kind of where we really kicked it off. Can we can we use can we use Fat Mike as the promotion what, photo? Y'all can this? do, yeah, hey. <laughs> I, I, I know both of y'all got pictures of, of where I was at a certain I don't. point. I'm gonna have oh, to don't give whatever. I've seen it. I got I've you. I've seen it. I got you. I, I'll give it to y'all. Y'all can definitely use this promotion because it. it I think it really shows that. That doesn't have to be what it, where, what it needs to be. I love it. You know what I mean? Your, your story really, really speaks to me because sure. I, I've spoken on here a dozen times. Yeah. I've talked to y'all personally. Like, weight loss is such a struggle for me. Yeah. And to, I think maybe it was before the pandemic that I saw your older pics before you started running. And I was like, to see where you are now yeah. versus then. And then I think I met you a couple of times before actually getting to know you. So, Tim, this is the only mic I've seen right. and stuff. And I'm like, for him to go there, to go here, it, it gives me, like, so much hope for myself. For sure. For sure, bro. Yeah. And, and here's the crazy thing about it, though, right? It started off as that was the goal, right? Mm-hmm. It started off as I'm using this as an end to make a life change, a lifestyle change um, mm-hmm. or a, an appearance change or whatever. And then at some point it just crossed over to something else and everything just else just kind of followed behind it. Mm. Right. Where it's like, I don't even people to, to this day, like still kind of say, mention something like that. Like, I can't like believe that you, you look the way you look now. And I'm like, Oh, well, I kind of forgot all about that because <laughs> the purpose of me running now is completely, it's a completely different type of goal now. Yeah. You know, and we'll get more into like what that goal is. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it's 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 crazy that that's why I always appreciate, you know, what I found in running and stuff like that, because like it's it's benefited me in so many ways, probably more than I've probably admitted mm-hmm. or recognized um, and continues to. But it's like it, it's 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 a, it's crazy. It's it's, it's crazy to, to kind of think about it or kind of ponder on. I love that. I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, I was just gonna say, like, from what you've said so far, I met you when I wanted. Okay, I met you in two thousand nineteen. 
Mm-hmm. We both met. We both met you in 2018. No, I knew Ian well beforehand. I knew Ian beforehand because of Bucktown, because yeah. of Nike Run Club Bucktown, yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? So, um, for those who don't know, I um, ran with NRC, the Nike Run Club, out of the Michigan uh, Avenue location. And then we had the Bucktown location mm. where Ian worked as well. So, I knew Ian because of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I knew Ian before I knew you, Court. And then, um, shout out to Kelsey. Kelsey actually introduced me to. Courtney and and Matt, shout out to Matt, um, at one of the pop-up races. Dope. Um, one of the pop-up races. And this was at a time where I had just moved to Hyde Park. Mm. Just moved to Hyde Park, running on the front of my mind. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I got to find a, a crew to run with um, or I got to start something myself. Oh, that's legit. You know what I mean? Like, it was like one of those things. And then, you know, call it, you know, the universe, call it God or whatever. Kelsey put me in tune. She said, hey, you, you, you need to meet this. You and you, you in Hyde Park now. I need you to meet this group. They started doing some things or whatever. And she introduced me to Courtney. Had a great conversation with you about what you guys were doing. And, I mean, look at where we're at now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, I met you and Mordell at the same time, and I remember I had just came back from my trip in New Orleans, and I was telling y'all about how y'all needed to go down to Essence Fest to find you a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. that, and yeah. I didn't realize Wardell was already married. Oh, yeah, nah. And yeah, Wardell's taken. Yeah, Wardell's taken, but I was like, y'all need to go. Like, the women there, I just, this is so I need to go to Essence Fest. I was like, I was, I was. Let's go, Mike. You trying to go to Essence Fest, bro? Let's go to Essence Fest, bro. I literally was on some like, I don't understand why more men don't go there. That's where all of the women go. I don't feel invited. No, bro, you're invited. I know exactly what you mean. I don't feel invited. I I know what you mean. It's, It's New Orleans. It's the French Quarter. No, it's, it's not What's the New Orleans part. It's the Essence Fest part. Yeah, we know who it's for. Yeah, yeah, we know who. I think you're misunderstanding because when I was there, seeing all the women there, they a lot of them were like, "We right here. We here. We in Chicago. Listen, we'll be there." Yeah, I, apparently we need to. We'll, we'll change we our go. mindset. We there. We yeah. tell y'all. Let's, let's do a 5K down. 20, down. 20, what, what, is what is it? 2021? What is it now? 2021? 2022. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, my body will be together then. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. Looking like Mike. Yeah, right, bro. Look, yeah. we, we, try, we still trying to make progress. We still we still trying to get it. Uh, but that's, 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 you know, you, it's, I love the way the community works and the way the universe works. Because even the fact that you was looking at that time for a community and seven on Sundays was meeting less than a half a mile away from your house. Because we were meeting before I met Courtney right here on 56 and Stony Island. It's it's crazy. And I think even, uh, I know you listening to this too, and I can't think of your name. It's the it's the Casamigos and Apex. <laughs> oh yeah, we get we get we got but, uh, we got what's, what's, right what's, now. What's our friend from New York? Um, Jerry. No, fuck no. <laughs> oh, Sandy. Sandy. Yes. Thought, thought, <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. First of all, like let me say this real quick disclaimer <laughs> because Sandy, I know you're gonna be listening to this. You called me earlier and I meant to call you back. My bad, bro. But yes, Sandito. Yeah, Sandy even came and ran out with us. You feel me? Yeah. And, like I said, right around the corner from you. But I, I, I do feel like the universe works properly it always because does. you found exactly where you need to be. And um, 
and I, I know we crossed paths at Nike Bucktown, but I didn't recognize who you were until I started running with Gumbo and I was seeing you out there on the long runs. And then flat go forward, you join the community, you start running, you take up a leadership role and you've been in leadership role for what, like two and a half, three years now? I would say it's about two and a half at this point. Yeah. 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 So where are you now? What, what is the motivation for you to continue, not just to be a leader in gumbo, but to now be a coach for the for the gumbo marathon cohort, what what is motivating you right now yeah. to do this and take this up? Because it's a big responsibility. It is a big responsibility, and um, I agree with you. I agree with you um, as far as like, you know, I, I thought about this, and we talked about this at the beginning of the cohort. Um, you know, and I mentioned this to the to the runners is that um, as far as like my running like running journey or whatever. I, I feel like I didn't feel like it really hit the road until I became a pacer with NRC. You know, that that's when the first time I ran my first marathon. Mm. Um, that's when I had the first proper training. Really? You know, yeah, that's when, you know, I was really kind of guided into this is what you need to do if you want to accomplish the goals that you want to in your, your running career or whatnot. So I say all that to say is that I wanted to go ahead and extend that same thing that I learned from that community and that experience to the runners that we have in the cohort as well. Right. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I said was, is that like majority of the time when somebody has a marathon on their bucket list, they just want to get it done or whatnot or whatever. Right. And never look back. And they never want to look back at it. Right. (laughs) But. You know, like I said, this is the way it is for me is this this is a this is a lifestyle. This is like something that keeps me going. This is like this is something that keeps me on track where it comes to like, you know, like without running. I honestly don't think I would be able to like manage like relationships or just like work or anything or stay focused Mm. or any of that. Like, Mm. I feel like it's the glue that keeps me kind of like together. You know what I mean? Like as far as like stress, you know, we were talking about stress off the mic, stress, um, where I don't, you know, things of that nature. Like this literally keeps me sane and together. And, you know, I'm not saying like that everybody has to go out there and run a marathon. You just need to, I I just encourage people to find what works for them. You know, if it has to do in the realm of the world of running, then, you know what I mean? Like, find what race works for you. You know what I mean? You know, it's just, it keeps me disciplined. And then that what it's encouraging me to kind of keep going to be a leader um, and to kind of, you know, help people is to try to extend what I feel for it to them as well. You know, mm-hmm. because like I was saying, like people do that first marathon and like Corset, like they do it and they just they don't ever want to do it again. You know what I mean? And I understand. Be- a lot of times the first time training is a such a rough experience a because so many people are training alone yeah. or yes. with a crew that doesn't necessarily care yeah. about them. They're inviting them to come run with us, For but sure. you really still on your own. Yes. And I think that first marathon, like your homie, uh, Rudy, 
Yes. She hated her hated. first marathon. I, I've talked to her a couple of times about it. Yeah. And after running with us, she's like, I might give it another shot. Yes. Because I don't think it would be as bad this time around with the support system. Support is key. It's super key. I could support. not have done my first marathon without my, my support, support system. Key. Support is key. And this is coming from somebody that's saying, this is some, like, so just a disclaimer for everybody. I'm going on my eighth marathon coming up to the Chicago marathon coming up this year, right? Bro, be running. So. No, he's coming up on his eighth and ninth. Because he's <laughs> uh, talking uh, about running uh, LA sorry. a month later. Yeah, so I am doing back to backs. Yeah, so I'm doing Chicago and then I'm going to do um, LA a month after that. So it'll be my ninth marathon after that. Now, in between those marathons, there have been a couple of marathon sessions where I have had to train the whole entire session by myself, mm. right? You know, but you get to a point where I, I think that everybody can get to a point where they can train by themselves, but those first few ones are critical to be with a community so community is key 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 you know don't don't you, don't clap oh sorry <laughs> mentally mentally like it's it's just it, it keeps you together it keeps you accountable um it, keep, it encourages you um you know it, you learn stuff that you didn't know that you should know um so i always encourage people that for those first few marathons that you run with a group um you know of individuals uh, you know and, and you know seven on sundays um you know uh, gumbo you know anybody to, that can kind of guide you along the way to to get those goals accomplished i love it i love it i love it yeah i mean i, I was just gonna say ultimately having mike on the team is amazing because he is always here for the long runs and i mean like having you not here like when you're not here I celebrate the fact that you take care of yourself. You know, I'm not going to say nothing. I don't complain. I don't complain. But I miss you. Okay? <laughs> like, I miss you every time you're gone. It's the same. Whether it's Picasso, you, whoever, Kelsey, I don't get... Like, even Maya, when Maya was gone, like, we felt that absence of her presence, you know? So, like, I always say, like, every captain in the Gumba Fit squad is, like, is important. We all have our roles, you know, even Candace, like she had a baby, but it's just like her presence matters. She She's in her, she brings energy. She has the experience that we need. And ultimately like she knows, she knows what it's like to, mm -hmm. to take off an hour from your marathon time. Like she's in a different place where it's like, you, you can learn from all of the captains. And on top of that, I would say that, uh, during this like cohort experience, it's just been interesting to just see everybody kind of like, I don't know, blossom, I guess, into just like who they are as coaches or even just like with the opportunity to be certified as like an RRCA cat, like coach. It's like, y'all, we can all do whatever it is that we want to do with it. You know, I never really saw myself as a coach, but I do see myself as a leader, you know, and I don't know if maybe coaching is part of that. I'm still grappling with what that means, but like, I feel like, there's a, a large, there's a, there's something that's being created right now with all of us, even you, Ian and Aaron. It's like, we're, we're really hitting a place where we can kind of do what we want in the space. Right. And I would say for me personally, I just see so many gaps within running that yeah. we can explore. Well, the beautiful thing is, is that all the things that you were just talking about, like it translates into like real life scenarios too. Mm -hmm. So outside of running, you know what I mean? Like, 
this is going to make me just as better as far as a leader, like in work, you know, as far as my career outside of running. Yo, low key, you can throw gumbo on the resume real quick. Real quick. Real quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's just, it's, I think it's just like, it's building character. Do you see yourself if, if the opportunity was given? Yeah. Do you see yourself walking away from your job to live your life, rely on all your income coming from running? 100%. Interesting. 100%. <laughs> wow. Yes. And, and, and this is, and, and look, and, and this, and look, I, and I'll be completely honest with you. I, I work in a, my career affords me a lot of compensation. I, it, good compensation, <laughs> but <laughs> compens. Look, but I, I, I I've come to the realization. I just want y'all to know the decor in this motherfucker is nice. <laughs> it's like we at we at Mike's house today. It, it, it's it's like I got some work to do, but yeah, nigga, is this marble? <laughs> this? But what I'm saying is, is that I've realized that as far as I don't know if this is a I, I just turned thirty two. I don't know if this is just like a kind of like a, a life realization or whatever, but money is not a big motivator for me mm. as far as like what drives me. Oh, okay, preach, bro, preach, you know what bro, I mean. Preach. I've realized that. I, yes. I, don't get me wrong; I like doing nice things. Yes, but it's not a motivator for me as far as like getting things done and stuff like that. Right? I love it. I love it. So. You know, if an opportunity did, did get to me where it was like, I really had to weigh it before, like, this is giving me fulfillment because this is what I love. Running is what I love. I picked it up and it's, it's changed my life multiple times. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I would, I would definitely walk away if it was the right opportunity for sure. Yeah. That's, that's real. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, sure. that speaks to me yeah. so much because I, I, I feel like, so much, yeah. so much of the struggle that I've faced in my life comes from that simple fact that money is not a main driver. And I know it is for a lot of men because we we haven't had the opportunity to change our roles in society that much, especially compared to women that as we're advanced as a civilization, like we don't we don't do hand to hand war anymore. We don't hunt and gather anymore. So all of what makes us a man is our our money and then well I'm not gonna say the second part. This is a running podcast, but but like um, Thanks though I know where you're going Right I know where you're going But those are our last two vessels of what manhood is for us. And to be a man today and money not be the main driver of your actions is difficult. Now, obviously, you done quite well. Me, on the other hand, and I don't know, I'm, I, I'm sorry if this statement sounds like I'm assuming your your story, but for me, it has not, it has not done well for my personal, my son, my oldest son, Julius, who's you know, 15 at this point. So he's seen a lot of my life with me and then some relationships because my journey has been so much finding a finding something that fulfills me versus something that's paying me well. 
And so, I mean, what you just said spoke to me. Yeah. Like, volumes. And, 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 you know, me and you have had conversation about this before, is, is my, the amount of respect that I have for you doing what you did, especially last year within 2020, everything that's going on, starting your own business and leaping out there and making it work, ultimately, you took no, a English. no, like bro, like you took like there was no no for an answer, like you made it happen, bro. Like you know, I you know I've I've talked to you about this off mic about it, whatever, but I just want to say this on here is that like I'd have the utmost respect for you for doing that and stuff like that because that. you're doing something that ultimately fills you, it fulfills you and stuff like that, and you're impacting the community, like. Who can say that, that that they're doing that in their careers and in, in in their you know in their jobs like and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm, and yeah. succeeding with it, like. But, like, take no, take nothing from yourself. Take nothing from Courtney. Where y'all are both doing. of y'all, right? Y'all are y'all are killing it. Both and, of y'all, like. And, that's cr- like both of y'all are entre- entrepreneurs out here doing what y'all love to do and killing it like I love it like I respect both of y'all like tremendously thank you thank you thank you just one second thank you I know I know I've been I've been saying y'all we have two mics we have two mics I gotta move it over okay I want to say something I was just trying to give Mike his time let's go well I just well I just wanted to give y'all flowers because you know what I'm saying like y'all y'all the homies we haven't given any flowers in a few weeks yeah Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, Yo, we're giving flowers this week. Yeah. We're giving flowers. It I, might be myself again. I'm just I just had to give y'all flowers because y'all, y'all the homies. And I, th- I think that that's just kind of like, you know, sometimes we just always in emotions and stuff like that. But sometimes you just have to sit back and stop and say like, no, like I appreciate y'all because we just go through the motions sometimes. But and we may not express it like all the time or whatever. But no, like y'all, y'all are inspirational. For Thank real. You. And y'all are really, really doing some th- some impactful things for this community and stuff like that. And it's beautiful. I'll say, I'll say this. Look, I've been in this position. For those who don't know, I kind of said this last night because we, we had dinner. But like when I graduated, so I went to school and I, I majored in finance when I, in, while I was still in college, I applied and got a job. Like, I knew what I was doing right out of college. I had already been hired by Target Corp as a business analyst. I was, like, going down that road of, like, white collar. I got offered a very nice salary, and I was just, like, I was winning. But my, my mental health was not winning. And so I had to leave it, but then I ended up, I continued to model and I continued to do other things. But I say all that just to say that, like, for me, entrepreneurship started from, honestly, before college. Um, Before college. And I, before college ended, I should say. And it's, like, it's been very difficult to not always know where your next paycheck is going to come from. And that's that's the whole that's the comfort of a nine to five. Yeah. You say, oh, I'm going to make this much this year. And every month I'm going to make this much. Therefore, I can afford this much. When you are in a position, and I've been, look, grinding for, my, for over a decade. I've been, like, and that's the part where, like, people see gumbo, but they don't realize, like, even with, with Matthew, like, 
he's been doing his own thing for a minute, but like the way I've been doing my own thing has literally been like grinding like this for over 10 years. Wow. So like that's been my entire life. And so I know even now it's just like, I'm so used to it that it doesn't even really phase me, mm. you know, like it. And so I can usually ride the moments where I'm just like, well, I'm not really getting paid right now, but I know I'm going to get paid. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, so, but it's like, it's, it's wild. It used to stress me out a lot and I know how to manage. I've, I've learned how to like manage that much better over the years, but like that's been the life. And I feel like now I've been able to transition everything that, that I've learned from the modeling industry into running mm -hmm. because now I get paid as a runner. Ooh so it's different. And so that is really That's weird. Strange. It's very strange, honestly. It it's really like is. Literally just apply. It's like copy and paste almost. It, yeah. Is it? Wait. Okay. About modeling to running. As, okay. as far as like, I don't have like, okay. And maybe, you know, this is let's, a tangent, but my point is, up. is like gumbo media Gumbo Media, like she's so tall. I am so tall. It's the torso, you know what I mean. But you know, if I have triplets or like even like twins, like I'll fit them in there. They'll be able to real sit. They'll be hey, comfortable. Matthew, I'm trying to sit. Look, listen. what I'm trying to look for our listeners. What I'm be trying careful. to do is get the mic up to my mouth. But at the same time, I had continuously Ian's over here like lift the mic, lift the mic. I'm like nigga, okay, jeez, okay. Back to my story. So what I'm trying to say is like. uh with gumbo media you know it, it is much like that too where we have clients we get paid for, to do all sorts of things whether it's just like simply like strategy to copywriting to brand development website development it's like it's a, an amalgam of things and so it's like that's on a large level so we're allowed so so i so we're working with creatives who have lived the same lifestyle that i've been living for again over 10 years right so it's like we know the lifestyle that's why right now we're literally like I think within the next four weeks, like I mentioned a couple uh, episodes ago, like we're actually going to be offering healthcare to the ones that like work with us the most. You have to hit like a certain hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but, with it. But the point is, is it's important because like, that's what we need. Yeah. Right. We know what it's like to be out here, but then it's like, but gumbo fit. Like, I think what, for me, what I'm trying to, what I'm becoming to realize, like I'm getting to the place where I'm realizing is that like people just be like, oh, Courtney does gumbo fit. And like, what else does she do? Like, what, she, what does she do for work? Like, I feel like I've been getting that question a lot lately. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So gumbo media is like the company that I co-founded. It's, it's like, there's that. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. And then I literally, and then I'm positioning myself. And because of my experience as an independent contractor, as someone who knows the lifestyle of not having a nine to five, nigga, I'm creative. I know how to get money. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like, I've been doing this, I've been grinding. I know how to do this. I know how to, I know how to do this. And you have to make sure that you're in a place where it's like, once you're on your own like this out here, you need to understand that everything that you're doing is work and that you need to get paid for it. And it's about knowing your worth. That took me a long time to figure out and I'm still figuring it out. I'm still raising my prices on the regular, but that's part of it. You know what I mean? Every now and then you have to realize the stock went up and then you have to adjust. Right. Exactly. So like, and that's where I'm at where I'm like, okay, once you start seeing how it's like, it's how, how do you see it? How do people see it? Okay. What are we doing here? Also, what are my goals? Where am I trying to go? Like, and where are the opportunities for growth and, and, and opportunities to get paid? That's what an, like for me, like that's me and my entrepreneurial bag. Mm -hmm. Where, where is the money? I'm going to follow it, but also do it. I'm first going to identify what my passion is. And then within that passion, where's the bag? Mm. 
Mm. I love it. You said you said a lot of beautiful things. Also, she said bag, very Minnesotian. <laughs> oh, damn, mm-hmm. you got she said, she said it. How you say egg? Say egg real quick. Egg. Okay, I think yeah. that's fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, see, this is what I'm talking about. All of this stuff that, that you were just talking about, like, I respect both of y'all for that. Like, the way I've, I've always been as far as, like, life and stuff like that, I've always been, like, go with the the whatever the the sure shot is. Mm-hmm. The safest route. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, the fact that y'all went on those limbs or those risks and stuff like that and succeeding. That's the thing. It's not. It's no. more like didn't quit. Yeah, yeah didn't quit. She's she's closer. She's a lot closer to succeeding that, than I am. That's what I was just saying. I've been failing because he for is, the last five years and I've only got it proportionately right the yeah. last nine months and let Brooks tell it nigga you ain't got it all the way right <laughs> but here's the thing that's as far as like succeeding I think we live in an age with social media where it's like we are able to show just the good parts right, right. and this translates into running too like there's oh, a lot wee. of failing in running too oh, you know, there's some workouts where you're not going to get it completely done the way you want to get it done. Same thing with a business and stuff like that or anything that you're trying to accomplish. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's going to be some pitfalls in there. The only thing you can get right for certain, 100% of the time, without a shadow of a doubt, is consistency. It's the Facts, only thing bro. you can get right. If you continue to do it, if you continue to move forward, eventually you're going to make it work. You're going to make it work. And I be- I'm a big believer in in the energy that you put out there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't like to preach, like, on people's, like, belief systems and stuff like that. But I think one thing that everybody can agree on is effort. Mm. You're going to get whatever you put out there. You're going to get it back tenfold. Mm-hmm. You put that energy out there, it's going to come back. You yep. know what I mean? You put yep. negative energy out there, it's going to come back negative. So don't put no negative energy out there. Yeah. You put positive energy out there, and and you're get and, positive and that back. shit is backed up by science. One hundred percent, bro. Energy, energy cannot be destroyed. destroyed. It can only be transferred. One hundred percent. You feel me? It's literally, you learn it in school. You learn it. And it's a real thing. Yes. I love it. 2,000%. Yeah. 2,000%. But um, uh, speaking to consistency. Yeah. You run so fucking much. I do. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is probably... If you have children, I I mark every episode as explicit. (laughs) But this is the first y'all. explicit episode. I've been cursing so much. I'm going to ask you. I've had Apex. Curse. You can't curse. Okay. Two shots Two of shots Casamigos. Of Casamigos. Yeah, we got Casamigos. So I'm sorry. We got Apex. I'm sorry. There's deck. a lot of We got a lot of words. concoctions over here. We got, Courtney got mountain water. You feel me? You know, it's probably. She not. gave us grapefruit and jalapeno you know, hard kombucha. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the mountain water probably got healing properties to it. You feel me? Right. And it's in a glass. It's in a glass green bottle. Plastic, okay. I'm I'm working on that myself, but you know. None of that phytoestrogen. We gotta, you know. 
box water and glass. You feel me? But, but yeah, but consistency. You was, you was but no, consistency. you run so much. Yeah. And you've run so much for so long. Yeah. And I've never heard you talk about an injury. How are you able to keep the level of mileage per week for so long without injury? It's a pattern on your feet. <laughs> Look, has anyone ever seen Mike's feet? Bro. I've he never seen his feet. He refuses to get a pedicure to get rid of the padding he has on his feet. <laughs> Talk about it. That's, I mean, she ain't lying. Calluses save your life. <laughs> calluses. The calluses on your feet will save your life as far as running. You need your calluses on your feet. Um, But to answer your question, bro, I really wish that I had, like, something that I could, like, extend to people and be like, this is what you need to do to make sure that you, um, that you don't get injured. Um, but I, I, I will say that some of the things that I do do is, is that one, listening to your body, right? You know, I think a lot of people, when they, when they get into these situations where they do, um, succumb to injuries and stuff like that is they they don't simply listen to to their body mm. they think that they can go ahead and push past things right right um but the thing is is that if your body is telling you something if something is hurting you know it, your body's trying to tell you something yeah. so that means that you may need to chill for a minute you may even need to take a day off um, you may need to slow down. And I never, I never shied away from that. Right. So like, let, let's just say like, it. if it's a, it's, if it's a, if it's a workout that I know I need to get done and I need to hit certain paces, um, I need to hit certain mileage or something like that. I won't, I, I like, I, I, it, I'm not prideful enough to be like, okay, I was supposed to do this at a six minute pace. I'm going to do it at a seven-minute pace today just because my knee is feeling a certain way. So that's one thing I would say for sure. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Listening to your body, that's, that's the biggest thing. Second thing is um, gear. Um, I, I keep a good, good track on my shoes um, as far as how much mileage I put on there. Um this this is a low key gym right this here. Is, this is definitely a There's gym. There's so many people coming to my stores. Like, yeah, you know, I've had these for a couple yeah. years now. Yeah. And when they say a couple, that shit don't be two. It's always three or more. The amount of people that I talk to, where I ask them, I say, and this is this came back from my Nike days when I used to work at uh, uh, Nike on Michigan. Um. Yeah. Well. So you know, what shoes you run into? Running in? Oh, I'm running in um, Hirachis. Ooh. Um. You know. By the way, anybody that doesn't know, Hirachis are not. It's not a running shoe. Okay. No. You no. know what I'm saying? Neither like, is Air Max. Neither, neither is an Air Max. But look, look, Even though it started off as right. A, <laughs> let's let's be yeah. let's be 100 clear here now that a lot of these shoes used to be running shoes. Yeah. But. A lot of those shoes, the technology in them, they don't even have the same technology in them that they had then because now they're lifestyle shoes. That's a fact. Ah. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a good fact. But 
you know, gear. Oh shit, Courtney, three yeah, shots. Courtney, yeah, Courtney, three shots up. That's but tough. court, like, I mean, like, like the gear. The gear is a big thing. Um, so, like I was saying, like I keep a track on my mileage for my shoes. And let me let me keep this, this in is mind. This runner club, not drink champs. <laughs> this is, apparently, this is drink champs. <laughs> let me let me say this too. I keep a rotation of when I'm speaking of this gear and stuff like that. I keep a rotation of different shoes for different situations. So I have a, a shoe for long runs. That's true. Easy easy runs. I have a shoe for faster runs, track runs, tempos, and stuff like that. So. Um, I would say that that played a lot into injury prevention and stuff like that. Now, going back to like me saying that I keep track of um, these shoes, I keep track of the mileage on each shoe because once it gets to a certain threshold of miles, I'm done with that shoe mm-hmm. because it doesn't have the same support it did right, right. in the beginning. Right. And I, I listen... I, it's it's different type of runners listening to this podcast. For sure. There's some people who are, you know, just like one of the guys who um I can't remember his name, but he he's he's the spouse or he's dating one of the business owners next to me and I speak to him. He just runs three miles every day. Well not every day, but you know, most of the week and stuff like that. You know, for him, it might not benefit him to have multiple pairs of shoes. But if you're into different distances, into long runs and anything 10K and up, it might benefit you to have two to maybe three pairs of shoes for these different type workouts because these different type workouts require different things, especially when you get these long runs. Like, yeah, like. The tempos feel amazing. They feel good. They might be cool for your tempo workout. They might be cool for your track. They might be cool for your easy three. But they don't have what you need for your for your 10 mile. No. For your 12 mile. You want to switch it up. And then on top of that, a lot of these shoes have foam, which you need to give maybe a day to decompress. That's a fact, bro. Decompress. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I would have never thought. Just like me and Courtney, these motherfuckers be under stress too. They need to wind down. Oh. <laughs> full circle. Y'all want to talk about full circle? You feel me? <laughs> Ian just brought a full circle, but no, that's a, that's a fact, bro. Um, the more the, the the deeper and and more, I'm not gonna say serious. The more committed you become to the sport. Um, the more committed you should get into the tools that you use for yes. the sport. Yes. Um, and I think that that will ultimately extend, you know, the, the health that you have in that, in the sport too. Um, another thing. So this will be three recovery, <sighs> recovery, 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 recovery. The most disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fact. The and, most disrespected and, woman and me, in the world dis- is the black woman and recovery. <laughs> That's the most disrespected person in the world. The black woman and recovery. I, I would agree with you, bro. And and let me let me say this though, because you know, I this is something that I've had to check myself, and I've been checked on multiple times Shot from, break. from from different from different running influences in my life, right? Recovery is for a reason, okay? 
Recovery is not for you to go out there and just be, just because you're feeling good, I'm going to go ahead and run my fastest mile today mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? You know, um, even on my longer runs, you know, people have had to check me and say, you need to be running slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I would say that people have goals and, you know, you may feel like you would have the ability to do certain things on certain days and stuff like that, but there's a rhyme and a reason and a science between behind everything. Um, and those recovery runs, making sure that I check myself and do it at a certain comfortable pace has been key as well as far as like making sure that I don't injure myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people should remind themselves like the, they, the quote unquote, the quote that they say is you run slow so you can run faster. And it really does translate. It, it definitely does. Yeah. I think Courtney was the one who said, uh, what, Kim Chogi, Kim Chogi, who yeah. broke two hours. That, and in order to break two hours, he had to run like four or five minute miles for 26.2 miles. Yeah. But his long runs during training, not his recovery long. runs, but his long runs, be like five minutes, six minutes slower. So, so this, so this is what it is. It's actually, I think it was his recovery runs. His okay. recovery runs, he would run at a nine-minute pace. Yes. For someone who's running how fast per minute? Four or five minutes. Right. Doing a nine-minute recovery, and then it's interesting when I hear people talk about how it hurts to run slow. Yeah. Because I, because we hear that, we hear that from all of our, like, I mean, Matthew has said that to me, Mike has said it, like I've mm-hmm. even sometimes felt that way. Where I'm like, slowing down hurts me. But you know what? Um, one of the things that I want to learn right now is how to keep that efficient cadence. Because I think that's where it begins to hurt. Because Readers. when you run slower, you slow your cadence down. Mm-hmm. So you're on each foot longer. longer. And yeah, you're, and also you're probably not holding up your body as much. You're probably not engaging your core. Like, I mean, what you should, we're just saying like, you know, I think those are some of the issues, right? So I, yeah, I mean, I, it's like it makes Ian was talking about. Well, should I run my my recovery runs at a fourteen minute pace? Like, what the fuck? But like, you know, but it, it's it's not necessarily telling everyone else to just be like super super slow. But it's just like it's an example of even the the fastest people in the game right now take their recovery runs seriously. Yes. Yeah. They don't play around. They're very much like, no, this is this is important. I'm running, but it's not like I'm trying to continuously meet a certain mileage per minute that shows that I'm a badass. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. This you random know. Sunday is not race day. It's not. It's not. You no. don't there's nobody out there with you. Ain't nobody timing you this time is not official. Slow down. Yeah. Niggas need to put their blinders on like horses and on race. You know what I mean? Where it's just like all you can see is what's in front of you. Like, cause it, the thing is, is you say there's nobody out there with you, but then you low key start ghost racing. Right. I, I learned that term from y'all. Don't be ghost racing on a on a recovery run. Okay. Yeah, it was Understand one time. Understand that everybody's in their different in, in different stages in their own running journey. It, their your recovery day ain't always everybody else's recovery day. Okay. <laughs> it was one time where I was running. From the store to Turbo Tacos, and it it was just dope. He was just he was just quickly trying to get across the street, but he thought he was gonna beat me across the street. And you weren't gonna beat me across the street. Yeah, bro. Not in the middle of my motherfucking run. 
I ghost raced that nigga and I won. I took <laughs> home a gold. The amount of ghost races that I've had is like <laughs> ridiculous. To the point where I was like, I know there's people like on the lakefront, like we give nods to each other too. Because we know we've ghost raced each, each other, other multiple times. Like, oh uh, yeah. yeah, I see you, bro. Like, but it, it's a pride thing. Yeah. It's a pride thing. Shut especially us as men. Like, you know, we we're super prideful. We like Oh, you're not. I, and I think we've talked about this. I know we've talked about this. Like, I have this thing. I don't know what it is. But when it comes to, we could be running in a group. <laughs> I can't be running behind somebody. Yeah. I have to be in the front. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I've been getting better because I've been a sweeper at both Gumbo and Seven on Sundays. Yeah. But it's still bothers me. It's like a, it's just a psychological thing. Like, I just have to be at least be like either like like match to match to the person who was on the front, but I can't do the the mm. back thing. I can't. That's but uh, can we just talk about your encounter with Brittany? Oh my god, Brittany from Wind Runners. Because look, I'm gonna just first of all shout out Brittany because I know Coach Robin. She be listening to our podcast, so I need you know let Brittany know that we mentioned her. I'll let her know. But she came out. She's part of Wind Runners. Wind Runners is a, is an amazing group led by Edge uh, and Coach Robin from Nike Run Club. I tell you, I'm telling y'all, we will mention Coach Robin every episode. Thanks. Yes. I feel like it's it's just that's, inevitable. That's our crush. Yeah, it's our it's our running crush. Um, but we, so, but Brittany is just, she's an animal out there. She'd be eating up miles like it's nothing, like a snack. Like the she's, and, then, is and then on top of that, you know what, what kills me is that she's a teacher. <laughs> You know? Of what? <laughs> Third grade, right? Well, she teaches children, you know, she's like sweet, you know, she's got her cute little manicure, she's very, you know, to herself, she don't give, but let her start running. Okay? So she came out to a Saturday Saturday morning run with Gumbo Fit, and I was like, in my mind, I already knew, like literally, I was like, I'm running my four miles, I already know, I think it was the time that you and I was just yeah. like chilling, and, and like, we got back and I'm like, okay, Mike's not back. Cool. You know, they're doing their long run. Yeah, I already know what's happening. Brittany's giving him a run for his money and Mike is not going to let her yeah. pass him. Mike abandoned all coaching time, he's responsibilities. He's not going to be able to keep up. He ain't even there. Like, Brittany's on a different level, but he's going to try. Let me tell you something, okay? So, <laughs> the thing is, is that, like, it, the pace that we were running at, it was something that, I mean, like, it's something that I, it was manageable for me. It was a manageable pace for me, but it was just something that I wasn't prepared to do for that day. Mm-hmm. Right? But she worked my ass. <laughs> she worked my ass. Like, that day, she, Hilarious. and she, and you know, I could tell that like at the end she was like she felt bad, but I told her specifically. I said, "You, you so you you think that 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 I'm not going to take this opportunity to keep up with you? Because I know what you do. <laughs> I know what you do, right? And this is my opportunity right. to keep up with you. No, we're going to make this happen. Yeah, I told her a story because she didn't realize this. So you know, we have the RLT races, the the marathon." So, uh, you know, I ran the marathon, she ran the marathon or whatever. And I think ultimately, didn't, didn't she win it? 
Yeah, I think yes. she or if yes. she didn't win, she, she was she, close. Okay, Brittany wins every single yeah. RLT race. We don't talk about it because it's it's low key insulting. Like I mean, <laughs> it's not. I celebrate her. She with she really just she laps, folks. Seriously. I celebrate her, but at the same time, she wins every race. She's a beast. Okay. Well, you just need to incorporate her into the budget. Here's your prize. I'm going to give three other people prizes. Right. Because it does Res- not Respect not to fair. her. And I was telling her to, like, that I said that it was a point in the race. I don't even remember what mileage it was. Like, I was I was in my groove, right? I was in my element. I'm, I'm chilling. This might have been mile 16, something like that. I'm good. And I just see her. I just hear some people by, behind me. Shout out to Sergio, my boy Sergio. He 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 was like pacing her or helping her or some shit. I don't know. I just hear them come back behind me, and she's cruising past me, like gliding, giving me the like the slightest like gentle like hi. How you doing? Just yeah, good old time. just a nice little stroll in the neighborhood, and I'm like. What the f- You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's killing it. So, that Saturday, when I was able to, like, run with her, I was like, this is an honor. I'm keeping <laughs> up with you. <laughs> You're not going to tell me that. No, we ain't slowing down. Like, this your conversation pace? Like, What I'm, you want to talk we, about? We, we, what we talking about? We good. I'm with y'all. Like, you know, I'm struggling. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we like good. a deep breaths in between we, every two words. We good. I don't care. Like we, well, I'm with y'all. Like I'm what's up? You. you know what I mean? It was a beautiful moment, and I appreciate it. So shout out to Brittany. Shout out to the Windrunners. Period. Like y'all, they're y'all amazing. Yeah, Vanessa, man, just, I love Vanessa. her. Honestly, Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa Brittany, Claire. I don't, I don't give Vanessa her flowers enough because last lap happened when it happened. Yeah. Because of Vanessa. Mm. Because of the one Chicago race. Okay. I don't know how, because I have no connection to Vanessa. I didn't know who Vanessa was prior to that. Yeah. But somehow, and I know I'll be running my mouth, but somehow it got back to her about the store and they was doing it in Washington Bar. For sure. And she was like, I want Last Lap to be like a sponsor, a part of the race or whatever. So I sponsored the hydration table. I gave a a little speech there and I gave out gift cards. But I don't know if y'all remember. Yeah. The gift cards. Mm -hmm. The gift cards was to a store that did not exist. That part I didn't know. The website was not available. The more you know. There was no products, nothing. Those people, I don't even know if they've used those gift cards at this point because the gift cards, the website wasn't even live for another two weeks. <laughs> she was just like, and I told her all of this. I was like, this is when the store is going to open. I, my shipments from China had not arrived. It's like, this is when it's going to happen. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's that's fine. That's That's okay. We just let them know at the race. And I was like, Okay. That's love. <laughs> Shout out to This Vanessa. is before I had the this is a month before I even had a conversation about a store. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, last lap went went was just me yeah. and my computer and the women in China. That's all the women that's in it. China. And Aaron. That's all I remember knowing yeah. who knew about last lap. To a bunch of people knowing. And having nothing to show for it. 
Well, shout out to Vanessa. Yeah. That's crazy. The Wind Runners. I love y'all. Yeah, y'all Wind Runners, like, they love Always yeah. got y'all. You know? And shout out to, to Kels for, you know, helping out with that. All of that. Like that. I appreciate that. it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it 2,000%. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all are beautiful. You guys are beautiful people. Amazing. Amazing runners. Do you have any? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, what are, what else do you want to share with the community? I feel like, if anything, you are running the When's your Chicago- birthday? His birthday just happened, you know, and speaking of, look, actually, his birthday just happened, and speaking of recovery, I, I, okay, I I hate telling people what I got because it's a little stupid. Tell them. But I got him uh, a gift card. Bring that mic right on back around. (laughs) I got him a gift card to IU Spa, which actually we could talk about real, real quick, because the reason why I got him this this gift card was because y'all know I'm a, like, honestly, I wish they had a membership program because I would be just racking up the points at this point. (laughs) Because I go there all the time. Like, y'all should be kicking back something. Give me $5. Like, anything. Like, like, (laughs) anything. (laughs) just give me something uh so i love them because okay look i think what i so two sessions ago i went there and got a full body scrub um with a a, like a, a a neem oil wrap mask so think of a mask on your face but your whole entire body when i tell you your whole entire body she took a dry brush and brushed every inch of my body just let that soak in. Front and back side. <laughs> Are we thinking the same thing? <laughs> just, just let that soak in. Dry brush. Just scrub, scrub, scrub. All her toes to everything. Okay. Then she literally, this woman just took, she had a mat and she just put a mask, like, you know, the same type of brush you put on your face, just slightly bigger, my entire body. That's crazy. Top to bottom. That's crazy. Except my face. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. Then, the whole time I was like, this is supposed to be a wrap. I don't understand. They already had the, the wrapping materials on the table. This hoe just... Shit. <laughs> 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 like, each side just is like, boom, boom. I was like, oh, my God. And she just waited. Like, <laughs> heated table, everything. I was like, oh, holy shit. And the thing is, is like, I'm very fidgety. Like, you know, again, another thing I'm talking to my therapist about, because she'd just be like, girl, you're fidgety. I'm just like, yeah. I know. It's because I'm... Ner- I, be ner- I just be... You know, and uh, this like the therapist, like the the you know she she put a thing over my eyes. By the time she came back five minutes later, that shit was off because like the <laughs> shit I was getting itchy. Dry brushing can make you itchy, okay. but ultimately it's about taking the, uh, that layer of skin off you so you're smooth. From you're just I've never been so smooth. I it also that. allows any like products you put on your body to soak in better. Matthew My point is, is like, right, you know what I was, I was like, baby, feel these bones, <laughs> feel these elbows, you know? So yeah, very smooth. And, but I'm just saying, I really enjoy IU Spa because they have so many different, like they do everything from like Reiki to energy healing. They do the, the whole body wrap, they do massages. So a couple weeks last Monday, not this Monday, but the following like Monday after or before I got a, like a 90 minute massage. And I was just like, I came out of there and I got the sauna, which I suggest you get. And I was like, because I've been thinking about you, Mike, because it was your birthday. And I was like, what should I get my friend? And I was like, you know what? He, as much as you talk about recovery. It could be better. 
It could be better. So look, my point here is that I just wanted to at least provide an opportunity, a little gift card, a little incentive for you to, you know, book your appointment, which I, next time, I, every time I talk to you, I'm going to ask you when you do it. Cause I feel like if I don't say something, you're not going to do it. So get a massage, get a 90 minute massage and get the sauna beforehand. It's a private sauna room. So it's not like you're sharing a sauna with someone else. You literally get forty-five naked. Yeah, butt ass naked. They give you a robe. There's two shower rooms that you can pick whichever one you want to use. It's up to you. And then you can sit in the sauna room, and you can be in there for like thirty, forty-five minutes. Get your body nice and warm, ready for the massage, and you got ninety minutes of just pure luxury. And you come out of that feeling good. I appreciate that. And honestly, to say the truth, like I could probably be better with recovery as much as I re- preach it to other people. I could probably be better with it because I push myself. And uh, no, I'm going to I'm going to do it. Like, seriously, I appreciate it. Can because, I say something? Yeah, you go ahead. As a man. Yeah. As a proud, proud, heterosexual. 100 percent, bro. I'm with comfortable you. Comfortable man. Facts. Ain't shit like a professional massage. Facts. When she hit that, that upper thigh butt area and it's professional hands. Yeah. I typically get, I get one it's crazy before the marathon. I usually really? Get it. Yeah. Cause I, they, everybody say you don't supposed you, to do that. Supposed to. You're not supposed to. But, but what you do is, is that if you get it about, you definitely get it after your longest run. So, well, it kind of depends on what your training regimen is, but I would suggest doing it at least a month out. Yeah, because you got to give your body some time to recover from that joint. 100%. Because a lot of people don't realize that when you get those, like, massages, even if you go to, like, a massage therapist that does sports, particular massage therapy and stuff like that, you need your muscles at the time to go ahead and recover. Yeah, because deep tissue massages tear the muscle. Like, you, it needs to recover. It needs to heal. recover. So I would do the, typically go about a month out, you know, maybe even five weeks out or whatever. Um, so I agree with you. It is but beautiful. My point is, is go now. Call yeah. them this week yes. because you probably won't be Good able plan. to get in for like a week or a week oh, and a half. It'd yes, like it'd be like that. So yeah. my point is, is call now. But then it's yeah. like experience it and then go again. Quick, quick question. When you say for me, yeah. when you say every inch. No, nah, no. Nah. This woman, I told her I was, so every, every uh, massage therapist, when I tell you, the, when I went two Mondays ago, I had a ther- my therapy session, like my therapy session, mm-hmm. and then I went from that therapy session to my massage therapy oh, session. Yeah. I was, I also came to the realization that I need to start taking Mondays off, industry, industry weekends, because I technically yeah. don't get, so I'm like, I need to actually, because I had it on a Monday, I was like, because I deserve Mondays off. Yeah, I take Mondays off. That's what I, so, so for all y'all listening who email me, I'm going to have a response on Mondays now that says I'm not, I'm away from my desk. away. Away. So, but this is part of it. It's like, when I, I told her I was a runner, and she, I, she massaged my entire my entire hip and butt area. She got got all of the glutes. And I was like surprised. Cause I guess I didn't emphasize the fact that I was a runner beforehand, like to other people, but she got it. And she was like, she moved the thing over the little, little she over. Right. And I was like, okay, 
I'm a little exposed, <laughs> you know. But she was like, she, I was like, okay, wow, okay. She like moved it over just so that one side was exposed. I was like, okay. But she, everything. Yeah. Everything. And then she taught me. She showed me that like I could. I have like a like a kind of like a. I have a lot of tension in my shoulders. So then I actually mm. kind of like my neck kind of goes in a little bit. And so she's like, you will actually be taller if you do this exercise I show you, which is like kind of kind of oh, putting my head up again. Gee, I'm five nine. Leave me alone. I might be five nine and a half after I do these massages. Leave me alone. <laughs> so like, you know, but either way, like lengthening my spine because I just like hold a lot of tension in my neck. And now I'm like, okay, cool. I've been doing that. Feel great. Like every massage therapist there will tell you what's what and they're good at what they do. And so I'm just saying, like, I'm going next week. go. Let's go. I got, I got some go, bro. Next week. Go. Like, I got some downtime this week. I'm going next week. I'm, I'm going to book me a session, too. For this sure. sounds like fun. Because, look, I'll say this, too. You said that you went to Loom. Again, This I, the prices are cheaper. But really? the quality is Tip- superb. Typically, I'll be going to Massage Envy. No. That's like the Chipotle. That's the McDonald's of massage. That's the Chipotle of a massage. You know where you can get it, but I'm just saying, when you ready... Hey, but you know what? When you just want to kick it, spend some quality time, there's a black woman on 47. She has a massage spa that's dedicated to men. Just men? Yeah, she just, Sunday, she had an event that was supposed to be for women, but no women even signed up because her spa is known for its focus on men. How old is she? I don't know, but she's older, bro. Really, he's comfortable. But no, like it's it's right over here on Forty Seventh Street, bro. And it's I think it's it might be King Spot, but I'll let you know. No, King Spot is in Nile, Illinois. I doubt that they're open anymore. That's not the one. That's not the one. King Spot, though. But I'm saying, like, if she's King Spot, then that would be interesting. No, I don't know. The the King Spot. This is. No, I'm this is the spot. black. Oh, okay. This is a black owned joint, and Shorty, her whole the whole thing is based around being focused on on pampering men, gotcha. especially black men. I love it. Yeah, so I'm 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 supposed to be reaching out to her because I won't last have to do something with her. I like it. So yeah. I mean, with that, you know, we've been talking. And I feel like I don't have any other questions. Ian, how you yeah, feeling? A minute and 40. <laughs> we had a minute 40, right? This might be the longest A minute? Episode. You mean an hour and 40 minutes? Hour. Whole yeah, hour two, This 40. is probably be our longest episode. <laughs> this is <laughs> the like Casamigos. Yeah. Uh, but I think ultimately this has been a great episode. Honest, like, Mike, I already told you, like, we need to have you back already. I think everybody I want to have back. But, like, yeah. having you and, like, Picasso... Shout be to, amazing. Uh, we can talk about Shout you. Shout out to No Trey no tra- P. No tra- you No Trey no P. Tra- hey. I know Caleb's listening to this. <laughs> she I need I need I need him to come on with him. Him and Courtney need to have an episode about their modeling exactly. tips. Exactly. Like that's that's a great thing. Like, yeah. I just, you know, you know my man's I, one of them photos are like a ill mixtape cover. <laughs> it was crazy. The eyes, it was the eyes. He gave you the squint. Legit. I know he's face palming. He's face palming right now. He's face palming right now. So sorry. Sorry, no Trey P. 
No, Tracy. Sorry, just change the name. IG name, handle. Bro. Just change it. You're not Picasso. You know what I'm saying? You, just, you know, no Tracy. It's cool. Until, until further notice, until you get another yeah. brand deal. You know what now I'm saying? Now I'm changing your contact on my phone. Like for sure. I'm it was already neighborhood P. All right, I'll call it neighborhood nah, P. You ain't neighborhood. You ain't neighborhood now. Yeah, nah, not even you know international now. Yeah. yeah. No Trey. No Trey. No Trey shipped to all 50 states and Canada and Mexico as well. I said global. <laughs> and so with that, that wraps up our our episode of. No, nah, you got to get flowers to somebody. Oh, Mike gave flowers to us. We got to get flowers to somebody. Love y'all. Y'all flowers. That's that's my bouquet to y'all. All right. I'm going to give my flowers to Coach K. Mm. Coach K. See, you know, if she listens to this, I just want y'all to know the face that Ian just made. No, respectfully, Coach K. Respectfully Mm. to her children and her husband. Mm. Respectfully, Coach K. I'm going to throw a flower to Coach K, too. Shout out no, to Coach no, K. She deserves a bouquet. Yeah. A bouquet, you know Coach what I mean? K. A whole, a whole Coach like, K. you know, situation. I embarrassed know? myself the first time I spoke to her. I yeah. did. He told I everybody did. about that. We talked I did. about it. No, that wasn't the first time. That was the first time I saw her. Ah. I did not speak to her. No. But when we spoke, I was so nervous. I made such an inappropriate joke about my children. And she gracefully changed the subject. I appreciated it. But she, she's like, Coach K makes stresses me out. But I appreciate her, and I hope that the email that I send finds her well, because I want her to come and I want to hire her through Last Lap to come on the okay. South Side and do some exercises. Definitely, okay. respectfully, respectfully. But go ahead. Yeah. So I guess my flowers go to Coach K because I just, you know, she. She's consistent. She understands what consistency means, just like all of us. I think that that's why we, like, that's, like, our common ground without saying it, really. Like, I I feel like I'm just realizing that now. Like, the consistency is really what brings us together. Um, It's a type of character. And she's got it. I mean, mean, she's had it. If anything, it's just, like, we identify. We see it. So, yeah, I just appreciate her. I appreciate just, like, who she is as, like, what she shares as a mother, as a wife, as... I'm a coach, um, you know, she's really breaking boundaries. She's inspiring me, you know. I feel like a lot, most of the women that I see in fitness, like, uh, you know, the, all of the women that I've mentioned in fitness, to me, are low-key my mentors and they don't know it. That's real. You know? Like, I'm always learning, learning, learning. And that's just how I grew up, you know what I mean? Uh, like, and, and not to get too deep into myself, but like, my dad raised me, so that's how I've always been. I identify women that are within, like, within reach that I'm like, oh, I, w- I want to be like her. That's you know? interesting. And so I literally like Ooh. pay attention. We need another 40 minutes about this. That's you know? real. So that's where that, those, they become my, for, my reference. So I, I really, like, I see Coach K, Mama K, and I, like, you know, and so, I, yeah, I just appreciate her. And I would say, too, the cohort appreciates her. The way that, like, they give her so much respect, the way that I can tell that so many other runners, like, really just appreciate, they appreciate her notes. They appreciate the interaction on Instagram. They appreciate just her workouts. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them are crossing town. Yeah. Yeah, no. Just for her workouts. No, that's a fact because this is it. Just brings a different element to 
the whole running situation that we're going through and it's so beneficial. I think people are starting to see the benefits of it and they're like, I mean, it's, it's one thing to say like the person, right? Coach K, like she she brings the energy, she brings the knowledge and stuff like that, but then, then you're getting the benefits too? It's like, how can you not love this? You know what I mean? Like, so 100%, shout out to Coach K. Like she, give her, yeah, give her a whole flower shop. Yeah, yeah. a whole flower shop. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. So that's 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 who I got. Mm. That beer came out really fast. Um, I, I have two people to get flowers too. Number one, Rosalie. Shouts out to Rosalie. Yeah. Have you met Rosalie? Yeah, sounds like a double entendre. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, it is. Look at you, Jay Z boss. But Rosalie. She is one of the runners and now one of the race directors for Seven on Sundays. Mm. She is amazing. She has lit up our race committee WhatsApp chat with so many beautiful ideas. She's also uh, coaching me through my LA marathon. Okay. She created my um, my um, my plan, my training plan for the next fifteen weeks, sure. and it is challenging. It's pushing me. I have this is the first time I'm gonna do two. 20 plus smaller runs on the training and uh um 10 weeks from now there is a workout for me that mirrored yesterday's workout right and so i was like hey i'm gonna use this as a benchmark because she was like if you can keep a hey a 800 meter run at a four minute pace for this amount of time it's like a repeats you should be able to do a four-hour marathon. So I was like, let me see what I can do today at this track practice. It's the exact same workout, just without the mile easy run at the end. I did a 345 yesterday. You feel me? I felt it was amazing. And so, you know, just for her to put that out there and to push me and challenge me in this program, I really appreciate all the work she's doing with Seven on Sundays, all the beautiful ideas. We still trying to reschedule the Everesting, the Bridge Everesting joint because that was an amazing idea from her. And she's such a beautiful person. And I appreciate her finding Seven on Sundays and willing to grow within Seven on Sundays. And then secondly, I have to give flowers to this amazing woman, this amazing black woman who's on the South side, who's here on the South side doing... Uh, and and I'm gonna give a disclaimer, swoosh. I need you to close your eyes. I need you to close your eyes, close your ears, swoosh. But this amazing black woman on the south side, who is who went through so much these last what ninety days, maybe even longer than that, dealing with bullshit, toxic ass niggas to Ooh, do shit sorry. for the community, bullshit. Fake ass people like like talking shit on the side. Like she has dealt with so much for our community on the south side. Carla Huffman, you deserve all you deserve countries of flowers. And I appreciate you because you are a beautiful person. You're a beautiful woman. You're a beautiful spirit. And I'm grateful. For for this this simple last idea that should have been easy, it should have been simple. It should have been a no brainer. But so many people have 
tried, not so many people, but enough. The wrong people had made it difficult, had challenged her in a way nobody should have. The way some, uh, oh, I, I, if it I say too much, if I say too much, people are going to know too much. Okay. But yeah, like, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Carla Huffman deserves a lot. Her and Kofi opened up the Lululemon gym. Yeah. Uh, at Boxing. Oh, Carla, the yogi. Yes. Opened up the Lululemon box. Okay. At Boxville. And what they dealt with to make this happen. Yeah. And I don't even give a fuck if some of the shit that I heard is exaggerated because even the foundation shouldn't have been there. Wow. And they offer free classes. To anybody who comes, but it's really for the South Side. They offer free classes from now until October. Find the event bright, put on the notifications, come out and work out because they have a full-fledged gym. They have beautiful instructors there, instructors there on Saturdays and Sundays and sometimes during the week where you can get your strength training, you can get your class workout. Between now and October, you can have a completely different body. Get your shit together and sign up. But Carla Huffman deserves everything. 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 And I'm going on record right now to say that the people who are challenging her, the people who, who I don't even know if they listen to this, but the people who are challenging her are full of fucking shit. And they need to sit the fuck down, give her her space, give her her room to do what it is she's doing. Because she putting this corporation's money to work. For our community. She's doing everything that I'm trying to do right now for our community within the system. I'm outside of it. I don't work for these corporations. She works for these corporations. And she got them to come to 51st Street. Fifth under the green line. Under the right where my story is. With mm, where people are doing the fairest shit at. Facts. This corporation came. And put money in this community's hands. Tens of thousand dollars in this community's hands. And I'm sorry if I'm saying too much. But she deserves everything that she's doing. She should not have had to deal with anything that she has dealt with in these few months. So she deserves it. That's I'll say, I'll, just to add to that, I met Carly um, she, at a, a Sweat Life panel. A lot, um, and she's great. I mean, she just like, she's a, she's a yoga instructor. Pretty sure she's like I don't know if ambassador is the right word, but like just to give context, like she she's one of the people that is like sponsored by Lululemon, and she and I remember speaking to her about how like she got in. Um, there goes the mic. <laughs> there go there goes the beer. Um, I right mic down. Um, yeah, well, either way, like when I talked to her um, last summer at the Sweat Life event. She just discussed about, she was just talking about the fact that, like, when she became, had her her partnership with Lululemon, like, she immediately was like, okay, I'm just going to continue to, like, uh, present ideas to these people, you know? And then, you know, even with her posting about the the opening of the Lululemon Mm -hmm. um, box at Boxville, she was just saying, like, I'm never going to do something without the community behind me. So she's Mm -hmm. very well, like, well-intentioned. She's like, I don't know if she's, I'm assuming she's from Chicago. But or if not, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like she's here for us. Right. And so, um, but yeah, like she's 
she's out here. She really is putting in work. And, and like the, the little time that I was able to like have a conversation with her, be on a panel with her. Like, I see what you're saying. She's very passionate. And it's like, she's also not going to say, take no for an answer. No. You know, she's going to do what she needs to do. And what she's doing out at Boxville is amazing. What I will say though is shout out, shout out to Matthew for designing the box. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. He designed the box. Yeah, Boxville is one of our main, one of our yeah. clients, long term clients. They've been that way for like over a year. Yeah, now. yeah. So like we do a lot of different stuff with them. Like a lot of the, like a lot of the small businesses that come through Boxville, like we end up doing a lot of their branding. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Matthew, it was funny because like he showed me what they initially were trying to do, and it was just like, no. And so it was about like really making it more like, does this actually fit? You know, yeah. not to completely change gears, but my point no, is, this, no, it's we, we are all a part of this. Yeah, We're all a part of this and we all care. And then we all care about one, how it looks, what's being presented, who is providing opportunity to. Um, so all of that is, it, I think it's just like, we are the people putting in this work because we care and we, we've gotten to where we are. Carly included, because mm. we do this. Yeah, no, Carla, Carla deserves it all. And and you're if you ever hear this, because I don't even, I don't even think she listens to our podcast. I don't even she listens to podcasts at all. But anybody hearing this, if you if if you run into if you run into her with her glasses and her red locks, okay. know that you're running into a very beautiful person. And and continue to do what you're doing because you know she's not an ambassador anymore. She works for Lulu. Yeah, now. I didn't know that. I think yeah. when I talked I talked to her like literally a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So. No, she's yeah. she's in it. Yeah. You know, Good for uh, her. she seven on Sundays was working with her nice. prior to the new things that's happening. And I I've, I'm so happy that she came in before before Nike did because I, I got an opportunity to meet her because I wouldn't have had the opportunity prior to Nike. And I will support her in any kind of way and whatever she's doing, whether it has to be through my store or not outside of Seven on Sundays because she, she deserves it. Yeah. She deserves it. And I, I appreciate her for her resilience. So maybe it's about giving flowers and a read. <laughs> you feel me? I, I wish I could name names. I wish I could. Ooh. Okay, we're about to to wrap up this podcast anyways. Either way, you know, we can get into it. I just honestly just want to say thank you all for getting this far in the podcast always. Like Ian said, we're about to hit double digits in a couple episodes. We have more um, uh, guests to bring your way. You know, we getting funky with it. We're getting into our groove. You know, you may or may not see a little, you know, YouTube little situation pop up. But no expectations. Just relax. Relax and enjoy the ride and keep on listening. And we'll see you next time. Peace, y'all. This is going to be an expensive episode. <laughs>